When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kyle Shanahan talking after the NFC Championship win over the Lions about being down big at halftime and how they responded. Uh, We will continue to talk about lessons learned, not just from this weekend, but the season as a whole throughout the show here on BetQL Daily alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack, welcoming you back into BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, live coast to coast on your Odyssey app and the BetQL network. Uh, In one hour from now, Take a look at college hoops because we've got a couple of big games tonight and a couple of big losses over the weekend. We're just 50 days now, 55-0 until the first day of the NCAA tournament and the first four. But uh, we just got done excoriating Dan Campbell, and that might not have even been the worst coaching job of the weekend. We bring in our Odyssey NFL insider, Jason LaConfora, and let's start in your backyard, Jason the job Todd Munkin did or did not do with that Ravens <laughs> offense against the Chiefs defense and never really got going. And they blow their shot at their first AFC championship game hosted at M&T Bank Stadium. They blow their shot during a Lamar MVP season, and they'll be sitting home now while the Chiefs head off to another Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, look, there were so many different ways that they could have I believe exploited the Chiefs defense, um, at least areas that were worthy of attempting to exploit. And the Chiefs were horrible against runs out of 11 personnel, over five yards of carry, um, light boxes with three wide receivers, and Lamar in the speed game with Justice Hill. Um, the Chiefs were one of the worst teams defending runs out of 21 personnel with a fullback, two backs, um, one tight end. The Ravens have a dominant 330 pound fullback in Pat Ricard. Um, they ran five times the entire game out of 21 personnel. Uh, no running back, carried the ball even four times. There was one sequence the entire game. Like, Todd Munkin honestly should get a game ball from the Chiefs. Like, Todd Munkin and Steve Spagnuolo together, like, they should share that game ball. There was one time the entire game where Ravens running backs, the whole running back room, where Ravens running backs touched the ball on consecutive plays. It was the third quarter back-to-back screen passes to Justice Hill. Lamar Jackson never handed the ball off two straight plays, not to the same running back, to any running backs. It never happened. It never happened. Josh Allen and the Bills just ran for 182 on these guys. Like, it's amazing. Like, they can't really stop the run. There's no really gay to spy Lamar. They were, you know, they're a lighter team up front. One of their nose tackles isn't playing in the game. The defensive ends are 250 pounds. Why would you want to, and you run the ball on everybody. Why would you want to try it? No, this is the week to see if Brock Purdy can scramble better than Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Make no sense. And then for the entire week, He's hearing how he's basically a genius because of the way that they adjusted just one week ago. The Texans were blitzing much more than he's ever seen. 
and then you just don't make the proper adjustments. And it, this is just obvious stuff. This is what everybody was pointing to. Just as betters, we were doing I'm sure you were doing the same thing. Okay, we know they're going to run. They're going to be able to run all day. It's the Chiefs' weakness. It's just a matter of which backs are going to get it, not if any backs are going to get it, how many backs are going to get it, and how many are going to clear their props. And we didn't see any of it. And then you saw, Jason, the stupidity by players like Zay Flowers at times. I'm sitting there wondering, are, are the Chiefs just in some of these AFC contenders' heads like the Bills? Well, look, you have to play your best game to beat them, even if it's not their best version of themselves. And, and again, it's not the best offensive version of the Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes era, for sure. But in their totality, when you factor in defense, and the amazing thing is Andy Reid ran the ball 24 times with the greatest quarterback in NFL history, and those runs went nowhere. But you know why he did it? Because it made sense to manage the game to do it. Because you're just keeping the defense out there. You're showing some stick to You're making them respect it. And you got your two early scoring drives, and now you're going to dictate the game. Like, the fact that he stuck to the run repeatedly with Pacheco when you knew it was going nowhere. And Todd Monkey never even found out if Gus Edwards could have had a game. Like, never even wanted to find out if Justice Hill could have had an explosion run. Why even bother? Forget about it. Now let's throw it 40 times. Both our tackles are, you know, are, 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 look, the right tackle is not a starting right tackle in this league anymore, pass protection-wise, and he's hurt. And they've been rotating left tackles and right tackles for a month. It's clear they got a tackle problem. So, yeah, let's throw it 40 times on a day where they're getting beat and Lamar decides he wants to hold the football and not move up the pocket and run. Yeah, our response to that isn't to get down and dirty and play more option football. It's to keep letting him drop back and hold the ball for four and a half seconds. Like, okay. I mean, it's Wait. one way to do it. Like, like all they needed, honestly, this was a day where if you manage the end of the first half correctly, where they got the ball with 247, right? Um, they haven't run it all day. It's like, well, you at least bleed the clock enough, right? Running the ball that Mahomes can't score at the end of the half. They don't do that. Then the defense gives them three points. They still only score 17, right? So, this was a day where four field goals and one touchdown should have been enough. Really, three field goals and one touchdown, if you don't give them the three at the end of the first half, wins you the game. And they call the game as if they were they started the, 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 the opening snap down 21 nothing, right? Like, the way he called this game was like they came in down 21 and they're chasing the game. Like, it's, it's complete jackassery. <laughs> where do the ravens go from here i know mike mcdonald uh it seems like the seahawks could be waiting on him perhaps the commanders where do you think um the pieces fall there well um the seahawks should hire him and the fact that they haven't hired mike Vrabel or dan quinn yet right and they could have hired them at any point the last couple of weeks they're waiting for somebody and everybody thinks ben johnson's going to washington so the seahawks should hire mike mcdonald um, he, he's, he's any, everything you could hope for. I mean, his, his two years running Baltimore's defense couldn't, I mean, he's the real deal. Uh, I would think they would hire Denard Wilson, who's interviewing for everybody's defensive coordinator job. One of the Ravens secondary coaches, like who Howie Roseman should have kept in house last year as his defensive coordinator. Instead of going down that whole road, you know, thinking they had Fangio and then bringing in Desai. Like, 
they should they should give Denard Wilson the job today. Like if Mike McDonald's flying out there, or you think McDonald's taking the job, or if he tells you, hey, if they offer me this, I'm taking it. You're like Denard, uh, hey Denard, you're our guy. I mean that that's that makes all the sense in the world. Um, and you know they also have Anthony Weaver, their defensive line coach, who's doing a bunch of interviews. Um, one of those two is the next defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, where do they go from here? <laughs> they still need wide receivers. Go figure. Um, I was just looking <laughs> up Odell Beckham's numbers. Like Odell Beckham showed up for one month this season, November. He had a really good November. He was hurt in September. He was rehab, you know, he was half hurt in October, and he did nothing after Thanksgiving. So he clearly hit the wall. You know, that ship has sailed. Rashad Bateman is not a he, he's never gonna be an impact football player here. You know, it's kind of what what it used to be, right? It was like, you know, the one wide receiver, like Marquise Brown. I mean, Zay Flowers is way better than Marquise Brown. He's not much bigger than Marquise Brown. Like, they kind of got limited on the outside again. They needed, they need, you know, they needed draft tackles. Um, you know, Jadavion Clowney and Kyle Van Noy, even if they run them back, are they going to get the kind of seasons they got this year out of them again next year? You know, I think that's really tempting fate. Like, Adafe Owe, David Ajabo, like, one of them better be a pass rusher. Like, one of them better be a thing. Um, but look, they'll win a lot of games. They always win a lot of games. I don't know if they'll get a better shot than this, though. Championship game at home, and you hold Mahomes to 17 points, and you don't even come really close to winning? Not good enough. Yeah, I want to get into the coaching carousel stuff in a couple of minutes, Jason, but let's flip to the NFC side. And curious what your thoughts were, maybe not on the first fourth down attempt, fourth and three. Uh, but a chance to go up by three scores there. And on the second, fourth down attempt, chance to take the lead. Uh, in, in my opinion, there's it's not just on Dan Campbell, but when his team started to falter in the second half, when you see footballs being dropped or Gibbs putting one on the ground, or you see the Niners starting to hit some rhythm and find some chemistry and get moving, that's when, in my opinion, the head coach has to be the one to put the hands at 10 and 2 and sort of steer into the skid and calm things down instead of just continuing to be blindly aggressive because that's just what he's done all year. Um, I do put a lot of last night on Dan Campbell. I'm curious what your opinion is on it. Uh, Look, I hated the Amon Ross St. Brown play call, but the inside run with Amon Ross St. Brown out of the shotgun on the third and four there made no sense to me. And the only reason it made sense is if you're softening them up for some other run play that you really love. You've got a lot of different ways you can run the ball. Taking your smallest, you know, one of your smaller receivers and running them inside, I'm, I'm like, eh. But look, Reynolds has got to catch that ball. Reynolds got to catch the other ball. Like, I hear what you're saying, but, like, what if they miss a field goal, which is not out of the, out of the realm of possibility, especially for their kicker, who's not great, and is a dome kicker outside. Like, if he misses the field goal, right, that's just the momentum keeps rolling for San Francisco. Not trying the 47-yarder, I felt like that. that's where I started to be like, okay, you did take the field goal at the end of the first half, and now's another chance. If you gave him 17 yards because he misses, then you gave him 17 yards. But I think you had to try to get back the points there. And so that that was the one where I, I guess I most disagreed. It is still in character. I understand what he was trying to do. Um, like, why you're running the ball on third and goal, that, that that blew my mind. 
Like you're wasting a timeout, and like what? What? Like what was that? Like to me, some of the third down play calling with Ben Johnson in the second half, I'm like, a little too cute. Um, mm-hmm. They should have won the game. They they had an opportunity to win the game and close the game out. But like Jameer Gibbs fumbling on first down, like he fumbled on the first play of that drive. Yeah. Like they might have had a six minute drive in them right there, right where they just controlled the clock and methodically ran the ball in them. We'll never know. He fumbled on the first play of the drive. The Brandon Ayuk play, come on. I mean, sometimes you like there's an element of luck here. Like, this isn't scripted. It's not. It's not. It looks like it is sometimes. It's not. <laughs> like, you know, how that ball isn't intercepted or doesn't land on the ground, you know, like it it it's a marvel of, I guess, physics, right? But it happened and Ayuk was alert and made, you know, made a play. But like people are telling me Brock Purdy's all like, oh, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. That was an interception. If he throws the pick there, literally people are like, can you get Sam Darnold in the game? Like, that's what it was. He didn't make a great pass. It was a horrible pass. It was completely overthrown. He hit the DB in the hands. It turned into a reception. Now Brock Purdy, oh, oh, don't you knock second half Brock Purdy. I'm going to fade his ass again in the Super Bowl. I guarantee you. (laughs) I made money off the interception. He should have thrown two. Like, you you take Brock Purdy. He's all yours. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. I'll keep making money with Patrick Mahomes. Have Brock Purdy. Have him. He's yours. So, uh, yeah, that's where I was going next. What do you think about that? Purdy opened as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Mahomes. It's already down to one. You think the Chiefs are going to end up being favored? Get money on the Chiefs while you still can. You can still find it plus 102 and plus 100 at some places. Do it now because by the time you finish eating your lunch, it won't be there. So that would be my advice is I hope you okay. jumped them late last night with me. And if you have it, get in on now, get the plus money for the chiefs while it's still there. You know, San Francisco since week eight, like is five and nine against the, the number. Like they've covered five times, I'm sorry, five times since week six, they've covered five times since week six. There's like four teams that have covered less than them since week six, Atlanta, the jets, the Chargers, I'm forgetting somebody. There's three teams with four covers and then one with three. Might have been Washington. That's it. And obviously San Francisco's had more of a chance to, to do it, right? Because they're in the playoffs and all those teams were eliminated by Thanksgiving. Like, just let you know, since week six, they're five and nine covering. And we've just seen Andy Reid continue to, like, make people money on the money line. Real quick, Jason, before we let you run, I'll give you, like, 30 seconds. Um, is it a, a, a done deal that we're not going to see Vrabel or Belichick land anywhere? Uh, yeah, I, I don't see I don't see it happening. Again, I mean, could, could Seattle turn back to Vrabel? I mean, they could. It would be rather odd given, again, they could have hired him at any point in this process. I mean, maybe if these other guys do something crazy in their interviews. but yeah. And the Belichick thing, I, I've told you guys all along. I've been telling you all along. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't happening. Yeah. He's going to be a football czar or he'll go do TV or whatever. Great stuff as always. JLC, Jason Lockin for our Odyssey NFL insider. We appreciate the time, man. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks, guys. He's just as fired up about Todd Munkin and the Ravens as some of us are about Dan Campbell and the Lions. How about the NBA? A wild week last week. Firings and hirings. Four players more than 60. Two of them hit 70. We break it all down and look at tonight's card. Maybe even another peek of that MVP future burning a hole in your back pocket as well. All coming up next right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.